Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. We've got a, you've got a big day. You're calling this match, aren't you? I am. It's here on Sunday afternoon. I am. I'm out there Sunday afternoon calling uh, for what? will hopefully be the Brisbane Lions' second AFLW grand final. And to be fair, they've been the two dominant teams all they year, have. haven't they? They yeah. have. And even even the season they played earlier on this year, uh, both yeah. these teams, Melbourne knocked out the Brisbane Lions um, in the preliminary final. So there is you know, a little bit of uh, history there between the two sides. So Not that Sophie Conway was admitting yesterday. No, no. yeah, he played a straight bat. No mm. surprises there. But that's the way the girls have rolled, you know, throughout their whole um, time in the AFLW. So... They're uh, very humble. They just move on, get on with the job and, and, and play their team football. We've got the AFL's GM of women's football joining us now, the legendary Nicole Livingston. Nicole, a very good morning to you. Thanks for giving. You're at the airport heading up our way, aren't you? I can't find a car spot. Everybody's coming up to <laughs> Vegas this grand final. Oh, this is the spot. <laughs> so I have pulled over. I'm in I'm in park and I'm, I'm happy to chat to you. All oh, good. that's great. Hey, there's a real buzz up here, but we, we know... As a group, you must have agonised over the venue because it was dominating headlines for, yeah. you know, a good couple of weeks. Yeah, and, and look, I mean, it's it's clear that we've got Marvel that's here uh, in Victoria that is a 60,000-seat stadium that we very easily could have moved grand final to. However, we started season seven, as we have all of the other seasons of AFLW, with the understanding and the rule that the highest finishing team on home and away uh, that make it through to the grand final win the right to host. So um, it just would be completely unjust to take it away from the Brisbane Lions. Put that aside, this venue, Brighton Homes Arena, is terrific. It's amazing. I know I, know I don't have to talk it up because Zorko's there. He's going to talk it up as well. <laughs> but, you know, once we realised, you know, um, the commission went up there um, to, to have a look and they had their commission meeting there and Gil's down on the ground, like, lifting up the edges of the, the grass, the surface, going, no, I reckon it's going to be ready. <laughs> so <laughs> um, your poor curator up there, he's, uh, he's really worked hard, um, a crack team. Um, but apparently in the next couple of days, it is absolutely just going to come up a treat. It already is amazing. Um, so we're really proud to go to this venue to deliver an AFLW grand final because it is actually our first purpose-built AFLW match day mm. venue. So well done to the Ipswich Council, to the state government and also the federal government for, for coming together with the Lions to do it. Yeah, it does. It looks absolutely awesome out there. And um, talking to a few of the girls, the grass and... Um the seeding and everything seems to have come up really, really well. It's all knitted. Um, so hopefully we'll, uh, we'll we'll get through the game, no worries, and the ground will hold up well. I mean, Nicole, how many are we expecting to get there on Sunday? Or mm-hmm. what's the capacity? Do you have any yeah, idea? We, we haven't been told. Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I do. Hopefully I have an idea. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we, <laughs> we, um, we know that that arena, um, you know, for next year, and it was originally coming on for 2023 AFLW, for next year, it's going to be closer to around about the 10,000 mark in terms of the ability for capacity. Mm. Uh, for this grand final, we just released another batch of tickets yesterday. Mm-hmm. Um, the first batch of tickets uh, that brought us to 6,500 um, went very, very fast. Um, I'm talking like minutes. 
And then yesterday's batch went very fast as well. So we're we're at about, I think, 7,200 in terms of the expected crowd, which is a wonderful crowd. It will be um, a cauldron-like effect there, and I'm sure the noise will rival 100,000 at the MCG. I know Greg Swan was very passionate in his defence when he held his press conference earlier in the week. He said some of the criticism, particularly he he aimed it at the South, that the... you know, basically was painting it almost as a cow paddock. He said, hang on a minute. He said, this is going to be and will be a purpose-built stadium for the AFLW. It's, this is not just some place where the, you know, it's a training ground. And and also with that, Nicole, I mean, we're trying to grow the game out in western parts of Ipswich and in that western corridor. And this is a fantastic showcase and piece for us to do that. I mean, we've got an AFLW grand final, the two best teams all season going head-to-head on Sunday. And, and the unfortunate thing with all of this discussion is that we've forgotten to talk about the football and the fact that mm. these are the two best teams in AFLW. We've delivered 174 matches of AFLW this year with two seasons. Like, it's been a phenomenal year for women's football. These two teams were separated by 0.3 of a percent. One behind separated them yeah. uh, on the home and away um, ladder. So this is going to be a phenomenal grand final. The growth in Queensland for AFL has been, and AFLW in particular, has been phenomenal. We need a ground a week for the next five years to keep up with the growth. So mm, this geez. for Queensland mm. is just reward for what has been going on up there. Trisha Squires is doing an incredible job with AFLQ the Lions, Gold Coast Suns. I couldn't be more proud with what's going on. Hey, do you see a time, how far in the future, when you can have them virtually full-time pros? We have Sophie Conway who joins us regularly on the show and we love, we love mm. chatting to her. But, you know, she's, she's working at a school and she said she's there this week because she wants to keep her mind, you know, a, a little bit clear of just 24-7 footy. Yeah. I want to take a different take on it, actually, Pat, because, you know, we talk about them having other jobs like it's a shame. It's not a shame. Yeah, and in fact, I know. Yeah. Um, I, think, I think the AFL program, the men's program, could learn a lot from the way that AFLW is operating. So my language is more around them being year-round athletes. So right now we're in six-month contracts. I think that's the next phase to have them in an off-season period where they're actually training and they're, they're on a contract to train in that off-period as well, that off-season. So I still want them to be able to work and to be able to play football because if you're 100% on footy or Olympic sports, Olympic sports have cottoned onto this a while ago, it's actually not good for you as an athlete. Um, it is too consuming. It's too pressure-packed. Uh, we've just launched a program called WorkPlay, workplay.com.au, that our uh, supporters with the AFL and AFLW and our family from a corporate perspective are on there offering jobs, flexible jobs for AFLW players. We've got about 100 AFLW players that are registered on there and now we're matching uh, flexible employment scenarios and situations with our partners, our corporate partners, with AFLW players. So, you know... It's more about being year-round. They're already mm. professional heart, soul, and mind in what they're doing. Yeah, um, you know, it's about yeah. how do we now allow them to thrive in both areas. Yeah. Hey, you, and Zorks will come in a minute, but you're talking to an old leaguey here, uh, you know, Queensland-based Bundaberg mm. boy. But I have noticed, you know, a marked increase in the skills just in the yep. last, I reckon, two years. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And it's, you know, it's every time they do a pre-season, every time they do a season, and as I said, 174 matches that we've delivered this year for AFLW, they're getting better. Nothing beats in match experience and, you know, pre-season, off-season, all of that review. But we've also now got equal pathways. So recently we had um, uh, our pathway plan approved by commission. So 
Um, there is an increase in staffing. There's an increase in, uh, uh, you know, the opportunity for girls to have the same pathways as boys. So the next generation coming through will know no different. They will always have played AFLW uh, from, you know, Auskick right through. So this current batch has had this stop-start career. Um, so watch out. I mean, the Brisbane Lions, I can't fault them. Their running carry is just unbelievable. They're so fit. They're a running side. Craig's done a great job with getting them fit and getting them, um, you know, moving the ball well. I went down and watched them during the season against Hawthorne and, you know, that, it was a big margin and they were just talking about, you know, let's be lethal here, let's keep going. Um, they're just such a great outfit. So, um, yeah, I, I think the future is really bright for, for the women. Yeah, I agree with you there, Nicole. I think now also that the 18 teams are all set, everyone, there's not going to be that massive shift of movement where potentially, you know, the the incoming teams are taking some of the better teams' talents and stuff like that. You've now got your team. And, yes, there's always going to be movement, but I think we'll find now that skill level and those combinations and you're, you're probably going to have your same teammate now for a few years all that stuff will start, um, you know, gelling a lot better and combinations of work, skill execution, everything's just going to keep better. And and I agree with Patty. I think what's happened over the last few years is just the ability for, for the game to just look so much cleaner and clearer. Um, that's only going to get better into the future. Well, the interesting thing is I use Brisbane Lions as, as an example, but I don't know if you've seen Melbourne play, and if you saw um, Alicia Bannon, I think it was in the semi-finals. She ran down the wing, and mm. I think she had six bounces. Now yeah. it didn't come off because she couldn't find the full forward, but like that was incredible, incredible skill, and the intrinsic football behaviour. The more that they're together, I mean, you know, you know, when you're on field, you know exactly where your teammates are. Yep. You know exactly what yep. to do, and Correct. you don't even your peripheral vision's kicked in. You know, they're just developing all of that. Absolutely. So we're only six years in, so the future is just amazing. Mm. Couldn't agree all right. Well, I know you're the boss, but are you allowed to have a tip? Lions. <laughs> oh, my boy's back for Brisbane. I've got, I've got a house of Brisbane Lions supporters, so I'm trying to remain neutral. <laughs> I'm a cult supporter, so look, I, you know, I, again, as the boss, I just want women's footy to be the winner, and I think it will be up in Queensland at Brighton Homes Arena. It's going to be incredible. Yeah, we can't wait. It, it, and the buzz is huge this week. It's, it's been fantastic. The Lions are doing wonderfully well in, in promoting it. They had an open training session there last night, and... Yeah, from all reports, I know there's still infrastructure being built around the place, but the stadium itself oh, stunning. Yeah, is, is looking great. Hey, just very quickly, I know you're looking for a park and trying to get a flight up here. Um, I did compare the Queensland Sports Star of the Year Award last night. We got a text from uh, Steve Titmus at one stage to say Arnie's just been named World Swimmer of the Year and then young Flynn Southam was named as our junior sports star. There's, uh, boy, there's some serious uh, swimmers in this country, isn't there? Yeah, and um, South East Queensland are producing lots of great swimmers. In fact, most Victorians are going up there to train now. So, um, yeah, it's a it's, look, we're in a really good spot. Um, not long to go to Paris. Uh, it's an exciting period of time as well for Swimming Australia. Yeah, good stuff. Hey, great to chat. Really appreciate your time today. Uh, hope you find a park. Hope you get an easy flight up here and uh, and you can witness <laughs> a, a magnificent Lions victory, victory. <laughs> Sunday afternoon. Thanks, guys. The Carl Livingston there. <laughs> Boss of the uh, the women's game, but also one of our greatest ever swimmers. Absolutely, yeah. And uh, she's doing a fantastic job with it. And um, as we spoke about it. I mean, the game is just developing uh, at a rapid rate. And um, it's great that we've got the first facility built for the mm. AFLW. And to host the grand final, I think it's just the right thing to do. And um, hopefully with a win for us.